Did you know that Easy Medical Device is not only a blog, a podcast, or a YouTube channel? It's also an agency that is providing you consulting, coaching, and training for medical devices. So if you have any projects, don't hesitate to contact me at info at easymedicaldevice.com. Info at easymedicaldevice.com. So talk to you later. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy Podcast. I am Munir Lazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I'll share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Lazuzi from easymedicaldevice.com. And today we have our session of the medical device news. And we will talk specifically about the month of April, what happened in April. And in the agenda, we have uh, how the coronavirus is really shaking the medical device uh, community or industry. And we'll explain to you all about that. Then we'll go to the notified body situation. So to uh, tell you exactly uh, who is the newcomer. And uh, we have an I, I anniversary to celebrate, sorry. Um, and we have also the new guidances uh, f released from the MDCG. So we'll try to, uh, to look at, at those ones. And lastly, we'll make a review of all the what happened at Easy Medical Device uh, last month. So let's start with the coronavirus. How this shaked, if I can say, the medical device world. Uh, and uh, we have the first one that happened is the MDR delay. So we have the one year delay of the MDR. Uh, so you can see that the timeline is now uh, changing. Uh, we have um, less time, if I can say, if I, or not less time, you have more time for uh, implementing MDR, but you have less time between the MDR and IVDR now. So MDR will now be applicable by the 21st of May 2021, when before it was 2020. And, uh, but the IVDR will still continue to be uh, implemented uh, by the 26th of May 2022. So it's, uh, there is no change for that. The reason for this delay was mainly because of the coronavirus. And we can understand that. Imagine now you are in the middle of this war, because it's a real war against the this virus, this pandemic. And um, 26th of May uh, or 25th of May, you are selling some ventilators on the market that are CE marked under MDD. And 26th of May, it is MDR and you don't have an MDR certification. So you cannot sell those ventilators anymore per law, if I can say. Uh, so yeah, it's really ridiculous. So it's why uh, delaying this uh, will help uh, regarding this coronavirus situation and also to avoid any confusion. So what I've done is just I've um, released a pool in, uh, in LinkedIn. So I use the LinkedIn tools because there is no tool to make a pool. Uh, so here are the question or not the question, the different answers that I, I was expecting from people. And you can see that a lot of people answer that it's okay. There is no, it's not like a big, news or uh, small news, it's okay, it's fine uh, that we are delaying it one, uh, for one year. And uh, less people say that it's uh, not fair, it's uh, uh, not good, etc. So it's really uh, showing that a lot of people were really uh, happy or uh, okay with this move. A uh, few people said that it saved their business. But if you want to continue, you can go to my profile and ch look at uh, this uh, this poll. Um, there, there is actually 159 
nine people that answered uh, but yeah maybe uh, maybe with your help it will be more um, okay so then as we had this one year delay of the MDR um, there is one thing that is really um, strange or interesting is that uh, a lot of people are contacting me now to say Munir, uh, do you have any documents for MDD? It's not MDR. They are not focused at MDR anymore, so it's MDD. So we decided um, on the shop to release an MDD template pack so where we are uh, providing the technical documentation, the essential requirements, the declaration of conformity so that uh, people that want still to continue with MDD uh, do have also the documents that uh, they need uh, to release their products. So you can go to easymedicaldevice.com slash shop and you find uh, this template or this pack uh, existing. Um, something else that um, happened due to the coronavirus um, is the issuance of a lot of guidances from the European Commission, from a lot of countries. Um, so we have the MDCG that is release, released already two guidances. The first one is about the temporary situation regarding uh, the notified bodies, so how they can do their job while we are in the pandemic and they cannot travel anymore uh, to do an on-site audit. Um, and this guidance is proposing to postpone the on-site audits or to use remote, uh, remote audits. So if you have some good communication tools or technology, as they call it, um, they ask also to use the MDSAP um, audits. So um, maybe that um, is also an option for them. Uh, the directive, instead of the directive audit, so you can just look at the MDSAP audit to say, yes, everything is fine because they are MDSAP uh, also. Um, just one thing, these measures are only for recertification. Uh, they are not for initial uh, certification or not for if you are certified but you want to broaden the scope so you should not use that for that um, so it's only in case of recertification and it's not applicable also to unannounced audit so unannounced audit should still be unannounced uh, because yeah I, I don't think they will just Skype you and just say oh I, here is an unannounced, un unannounced audit so it's uh, it would be funny yeah um, okay so yeah take really good consideration of this um, so really contact your notified body and check how you can really manage all this together uh, because I think it's really important that you continue to be certified and to recertify your products and not to be to delay all that due to uh, to this coronavirus there is another guidance that was issued by MDCG which is the guidance related to, to ventilators and related accessories so it's a guidance that is providing you uh, some information or some guidance in terms of if you are a manufacturer of uh, ventilator or medical devices and you are certified, here is how you should do to place those products on the market. If you are a non-medical device company, here is how you can do uh, because one option is just to contact your health authority, uh, the competent authority and to say, can I? <laughs> so it's something that is, uh, is interesting. And then, or the second thing is to say, you are not a non, you are a non-medical device manufacturer. Uh, here is the process to see mark your products and they give you some some processes um, with also the some conformity assessment like the type examination etc etc so go to this guidance 
to have more information about how to place a, a, a medical device, a ventilator. I think it's only for COVID-19 things, so uh, how to place a, a ventilator um, or maybe other devices that are uh, to be supplied for COVID-19 uh, in the market. A country that is also releasing a lot of guidances for that is MHRA from the UK. They have released some guidance for um, MHRA exemptions, so how you can um, which device or which products you can place on the market exempted so you have to still to ask them uh, and they will be exempted from CE marking uh, so it means that you need an emergency situation so we accept that you place those products on the market but there is still some conditions for that um, there is this it's there, there is more flexibility if I can say but it's not really uh, just take your device and place it on the market, you have still to follow some procedure for that. Uh, and uh, this Friday, so last uh, uh, last LinkedIn Live, we had this discussion with Ellen Airwood, where we uh, tried to identify all the steps that you have to follow uh, to place your COVID-19 medical supply on the UK market. And we explained to you all the uh, different steps so um, this will be released as a replay on the YouTube channel um, soon in one or two days. So uh, please don't uh, don't hesitate to go on the YouTube and to to find it uh, to find it again. And you can also download the presentation that uh, uh, we have uh, discussed about. There is all the links inside uh, so that it can really help you uh, help you for that. Um, Another thing that is happening is also the fact that um, the ISO standards that are needed to understand how to uh, manufacture some products or which tests you have to follow, uh, all those things, normally you have to pay for them, but the ISO organization offers them for free. So there is a link which is um, iso.org, www.iso.org slash COVID-19. And when you go to this link, you have a list of all the standards that are available for free it's not um, I, I went to them so it's not like it's available you can download them uh, it's available on their website so it's um, you, you when you click on the link for the standard you see a page opening with all the standards information uh, but uh, it's not like a PDF that you can uh, you can download um, so with that we can say that now a lot of the manufacturers, a lot of the people are trying now to sell medical devices like face masks, like ventilators, like COVID-19 tests. So I think it's really um, important that a lot of people are helping for that because really this pandemic is really huge. Um, but we still need to follow some regulations, to follow some framework, if I can say, to place those products on the market. So it's really good that the ISO organization offer that for free or they is more guidance issued by the European Commission or uh, some countries uh, related to that because non-medical device manufacturers need to understand also that there is some patience at the end of the supply chain uh, so it's really important that they get also uh, the right products uh, for them. Okay so let's move now to notified body situation. So as a reminder, just because maybe you know it now, so as we have this one year delay, you can still apply for MDD certification. And for that, there is actually on the Nando database, so I checked uh, recently, there is 56 notified bodies that are MDD accredited, so they can still help you for your MDD um, uh, certification. 12 that are IAIMDD, so uh, Active Implantable Medical Device Directive um, uh, accredited. 
22 that are IVD, uh, IVDD uh, accredited. So those are notified bodies that are currently available um, on the Nando database to do that. I don't know if they are really available, means that if you call them, if they are saying yes, uh, we'll take um, you uh, for, as a customer. Uh, because mainly, as I've said, uh, due to the fact that the MDR was about to start on the May 26, 2020, um, so one from one month from now, um, the, a lot of notified bodies um, decided like uh, it's um, it's not maybe any more needed for us to stay. So we ha we are releasing some of our resources and we talked about that also with Eric Volbrecht on our podcast. So try, but yeah, a lot of people are now trying to renew their certificate or to um, make an initial certification with the MDD or IAIMDD. Uh, so it's really important that you are checking with the notified bodies before really to uh, make your strategy for that. For the future framework, so for the MDR and IVDR, actually we have 13 notified bodies um, that are accredited for MDR and three notified bodies for IVDR. So it's still not a lot. I mean, from December um, 2019, where they have promised 20 notified bodies, we still haven't reached this level. So it's still um, a lot of notified bodies that are missing. But this month of April, we had a new notified body that was uh, appointed, which is MDC, so Medical Device Certification in Germany. Um, so congratulations to MDC. Uh, I hope uh, their phone uh, is ringing now <laughs> so that people are really calling them uh, to uh, to prepare for this MDR uh, certification. Um, if we make now a summary of uh, the notified bodies per country, we have Germany that is the golden medal for that. So actually they have five notified bodies. Then Netherlands with three notified bodies. And then we have one notified body for UK, which is BSI. So we don't know if it will remain or not. Um, one for Hungary, one for Norway, one for Italy and one for Ireland. So we still have a lot of countries that are missing in this uh, global scope. So I hope yeah, there, there will be some, some new countries that are entering into this game. Um, then we have an anniversary to uh, celebrate. So it's been two years now that I released the uh, mini course MDR 2017-745. So it's a, a free mini course, which is a challenge where I uh, ask people to go through um, a course during six days. Uh, and at the end, they get a certificate after passing a quiz, uh, which is showing that they have looked at all the course and they have, I hope, understood everything. Um, so... Just to give you a number, we had 2,252 certificates issued uh, since March 2008, since April 2018. So um, it's really, I'm really proud of that. So thank you for all the ones that participated to that. And you can still continue to participate to it if you want to go. I'm trying to change a bit the, the, the model uh, or the, the way to, to make it. Uh, and with also more questions, more quiz, a bit more difficult. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see in a few uh, weeks if how, how is it is going and I will inform you anyway about that. But you can still go to easymedicaldevice.com slash MDR. So easymedicaldevice.com slash MDR to have a, a review uh, or to participate to this challenge. Okay, next uh, we have the MDCG guidance. So 
I, I'm surprised because this month of April, there was really a lot of releases of guidances. Uh, we have seven new guidance in April. Um, so the guidance are um, broad. We have some guidance, uh, guidance related to um, some interpretation. We have the interpretation of the Article 54 with the MDCG 2020-3, uh, where it's mainly about the fact that uh, on this uh, article, so Article 54 uh, 2B, uh, there is some wordings that is saying that um, we are talking here about products that are already on the market. And it's for exemption, exemption of some class 3 or class 2B, de uh, class 2B devices that are already on the market. Uh, and that uh, should not go then through an expert panel. So um, this is just for clarification to say, uh, if you have a product that is uh, placed on the market under MDD or MDR, but more MDD, uh, then you can still continue to place these products on the market under MDR and it's exempted from a review by an expert panel because it's already on the market. So uh, it's more, uh, more about that. Then we have other guidances that are, as we talked about before, about the COVID-19, so extraordinary situation about COVID-19 with the notified bodies. Um, which, which is a NDCG 2020-4 and the one uh, for um, ventilators accessories MDCG 2020-9. And out of that, we have also some guidances that were released related to clinical evaluation, so equivalence to help you to make an equivalence to your clinical e to your product uh, for clinical evaluation, uh, which is the MDCG guidance 2020-5. Then there is the one about uh, sufficient evidence for legacy devices. Uh, so it means that how you can provide some sufficient clinical evidence uh, when your device is already on the market, uh, which is the MDCG guidance 2020-6. Uh, we have also the good, good things because we are waiting for that, the PMCF templates. So we have the PMCF plan template and we have the PMCF evaluation report templates. Um, so this is guidance, it's not a template that you have to fill, but inside there is an example of the template, uh, how it should look like. Uh, so this is the MDCG guidance 2020 7 and 2020-8. Um, so as you can see, all those guidances are really trying to help you in terms of COVID-19 or also of the MDR, uh, which is really good. So don't hesitate to go to them. All those links that I'm talking about today will be on the show notes so you can go and uh, find them directly there. Okay, let's go now to the Easy Medical Device event. So what happened at Easy Medical Device uh, during the last month? So in the podcast, we had uh, some episodes that were really uh, interesting related to the uh, combination products, so drug device uh, combination products, and the article 117 of the MDR. So for that, uh, it's episode 71, and we had uh, theories at GRE for that. It's really an important topic for pharma industry. If you know a pharma industry that is having this kind of products of drug device combination products, please share with them this episode uh, because it's providing all the steps you have to follow uh, to, uh, to, uh, to place your device on the market, So which is really important. Uh, and there is a special uh, 
um, information about notified bodies, what notified bodies really look for. And on my shop, I also created a template for a technical file for a drug, uh, drug device combination that should be submitted to a notified body for their review. So uh, everything is mentioned, uh, mentioned inside. Then uh, an, an episode with uh, Karandi Badwal about, um, about uh, why uh, some staff at your company are hiding some problems to the quality and regulatory affairs um, department. So mainly, yeah, there is uh, some situations where we say, oh, we can solve it without quality. So let's solve it and let's not record all those problems, uh, which can lead to more issues afterwards. So yeah, funny episode. So you can go and, and listen to that again. Uh, it's a, a bonus episode from the medical device school. Episode 72. So it's a famous episode with Eric Volbrecht where we talked about the delay, the one year delay. What is important with this episode is that it's explaining to you what are the consequences of all that. What is postponed? What are the issues? Uh, what people should do or not do? Scenario, 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 as we talk with uh, Eric Volbrecht. Uh, so it's really, really important. So don't hesitate to go and look at it again uh, just to define your strategy due to this one year delay of, of the MDR. Then episode 73 uh, of, the, of the medical device podcast, uh, we have the calculate your sample size. So uh, we have um, John uh, Yon uh, Bergsteinson uh, from Smart Trial who explained to us how to calculate your sample size, not with some equations, but more about um, what you should consider, how you should do that. But he also releases an ebook where uh, a free ebook so that you can get also on the show notes uh, where he tells you how to do that uh, with some some examples of uh, equations. Um, so this is really important for your clinical investigation, for example, or for your PMCF to define how many patients you need to include to your study and how you can justify this number, So which is really, really important. Okay, we have then the LinkedIn Live. So uh, this month we had uh, a first LinkedIn Live with uh, LM Ein, where we discussed about how to certify a class 1R reusable surgical instrument. Uh, it's really important to first understand what is a reusable surgical instrument and not think that any any instrument that you are just re reusing is uh, a class 1R device. And uh, LM is really providing all the details of uh, how to certify that, which justification you should provide, which test you should do uh, for that. And she's also providing a presentation that you can download uh, on the show notes. And then um, next episode was about uh, Cesare Magri, who, who presented to us um, how to write your intended purpose. Uh, it was done like a workshop. So what we have done is that we explained all the steps for creation of your intended purpose. And then we took some examples, two examples, where we really listed some intended purpose. Uh, what was great is that uh, the people in the audience were really asking great questions. So don't hesitate to watch that again and uh, to master your intended purpose uh, skill, if I can say. And uh, last episode was um, uh, yesterday, uh, on Friday, with Ellen uh, LM, Airwood, uh, LM where we discussed about the COVID-19 um, that is changing the regulatory environment, uh, which is really uh, also a great episode because we discussed specifically about the UK MHRA. So if you are planning to place your device in the market, in the UK market, don't hesitate uh, to look at that because it's providing you the full step that you have to follow uh, with the exemption, uh, with the situation related to COVID-19. Um, if you have 
any topic that you want me to cover or to discuss or if you ha you are a person that wants me to share uh, some knowledge uh, on this podcast or on the LinkedIn Live, please don't hesitate to contact me. Uh, I will review what you try to, um, to share or to uh, explain to people so that we can really build together a great episode uh, for, for them. Um, so don't hesitate to send me an email at info at easymedicaldevice.com. So info at easymedicaldevice.com. Um, and this uh, month uh, on the YouTube channel, we had uh, a great uh, number now of subscribers. We are at 2,641. So thank you for all the ones that subscribe and don't hesitate to subscribe to the channel and to click also on the bell icon uh, so that you can also get uh, all the notification uh, when a new episode is, is released. It's really important. And thank you for, uh, for following me. Thank you for all that. Okay, last point. If you need any support for your quality or regulatory affairs projects, so don't hesitate to contact me. Uh, I will try to review your project uh, and see how I can help you. Uh, I think it's really important during that time uh, because you have now one year more uh, delay for the MDR. So if you were not ready and you need some support, don't hesitate to contact me. Uh, or if you have any other topics related to quality or regulatory affairs for medical devices, uh, don't hesitate to contact me. I will be really happy to, to help you. Okay, so thank you for that and don't forget to uh, stay safe. Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it and also don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much.